Need a pep talk? Come hang with us weekly while we serve up realness with a side of sass and help you learn to love yourself in every shape, size, and season. We laugh, we cry, we dig deep, we shoot the shit, we feel our feels, and we highlight the real. I'm Becca. And I'm AMQ. And this is... I got you, boo. Hello, hello. Hi. (laughs) It's just us. It's just (laughs) us. Like my good friend Will Smith says, just just the two two of us. us. (laughs) Yeah. So like, that wasn't the plan. (laughs) Happy to be here though. (laughs) Happy to be here. I just want to state that uh, it's not Will Smith. It's Grover Washington Jr. and Bill Withers was the original track, but that's just me being a music snob. So here's the tune. Just the two of us. We had other plans. We had other plans. They were, the plans happened. They happened. They occurred. And then shit happened. So we're here to talk about it. Yeah. So last season we did faves and fails like second after we like did a, hey, how the fuck are you? So I think we're just going to do a little bit of a switcheroo here (laughs) and start off with the fails, which I'm going to just go ahead and spearhead this one because it was my B, my baddie. And I unfortunately can't tell you exactly what it is or who this episode was supposed to be with. We're going to be real cryptic. We're just going to be real cryptic. (laughs) But let's just say I had myself a nice good cry out of frustration. Point of story is we had an absolute dream recording done with a very special guest and my laptop crashed. So my audio come to find out, you know, weeks later, never converted our audio. So (laughs) the episode would have not made sense. Yeah. Like it would have been me and her talking, but Becca wouldn't have been there. (laughs) Made sense. After many tears of frustration and then taking action to hopefully rectify the situation and ha- hit the little redo button, that's my fail for the week. The conductor of the hot mess and failure express. But, you know, I think what it's can you a do? simultaneous fail. Like, it's it, it, like it, I could have done it. I mean, I've already. That's a good friend. You're a good friend for saying that, but like, I totally dropped my dick on. No, not. but I, but I also <laughs> fucked up. We have upcoming episodes where I fucked up too. It's just like, you know, like we, we come in, we come into season two and we're like, yes, no, we're doing, let's go. And then nothing like, nothing like getting slapped on your ass. It's like, Hey, oh. just kidding. You know what? But that's important. Like, remember, yeah. remember last, remember last episode when Malin said he thinks that the name for our chapter is practice. Yes. Homie was right. <laughs> Homie was so, and then remember when he followed up with, he really needed to put this in there when he was like, I wouldn't say you guys are like professional podcast or whatever the hell he said. Did he say that? that? He said like, like, chime in here. Like, you're not like, what I forget now the term. He was like, it's not like you're like the best podcasters in the world or something like <laughs> that. I think that's what he said. And we were like, no, it's true. And now I'm like, thanks. Fucking you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. Oh, my Lanta. I shall now be known as the Oracle. Yep, the chapter is definitely practice. <laughs> like, sure. that's it, right? That is all. And yeah, that's it. So we, we, that's it. We, we that's it. We had a little stumble and, um, moving to Steve. Okay. I know it's like, whatever, golden rule. Honesty is the best policy and all that. But when you're starting something new, Instead of showing up and being like, I fucking know what I'm doing. I am so professional. (laughs) Look at me with my cute little microphone. I got this shit figured out. Instead of being like that, being like, no, like we don't. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. And we're learning and we're learning from so many people. It it just goes a long way, really owning it because nobody likes it. Confidence is great, but then you know, cockiness, there's that fine line. And I don't think we'll, the two of us will never be cocky about this. Cause we're just like, no. this is, no. we have no idea. Like we're still like running, flying by the seat of our pants. 
I was like, so uh, what are we doing? But I feel like that makes it more fun. And I think it makes it more authentic when it's literally. And I think that gives exactly what we came on here to do is to make you feel like you are just meeting up with us because multiple, <laughs> most of the time we're just meeting up with each other on Zoom yeah. to chat. So this <laughs> is actually, I think it would have been very easy for us to just come on here and be like, okay, next episode and sweep it under totally. the rug and pretend like it didn't happen. But that's not us. We're here to no. chat about it. And this is the first time it's just been us recording in so long in so long that's true oh yeah 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 we, uh, during our downtime we recorded with a lot of guests we had like some guests right. going and I think it's like like you said it would have been really easy for us to just be like all right now even though we mentioned like there was someone great coming nobody will <laughs> notice nobody will remember like of course people would remember and it doesn't even matter that's just not honest and yeah we also we were like, okay, hey, but how can we learn from this? Like there are teachable moments here and how can we own our shit? We're really big on ownership, even if it means Ooh, yeah. like feeling like idiots, like, you know, mm-hmm. totally feeling like for me, I'm like, okay, look, when I know I've done something, I'll own it. But if I, but if you're saying I did something that I didn't do, I'll own you. Whoa! That just made my butthole tight, and I didn't even get in trouble. She's pointing at me on the screen, so it made it extra. Like, oh shit, did I get in trouble? Am I? Should I go in timeout? Fuck. (laughs) Poor Becca and teacher PTSD. Teacher timeout. That's true. Teacher timeout. Oh man, uh, we are. This actually, this whole like situation and circumstance really did spike this today's topic um, of what we wanted to talk about and unpack. Before we get to that, though, you know we got to do our thing, our do our thing here. Do you have it? Wait, faves. What's our? I'm like, what's our thing? (laughs) Okay, we did the fail. We did this all flip floppy. We did. We started. Yeah, we started with the negative. Okay, because we got to got to pack a punch with the positive here. Yes. So I have two new products that I absolutely love. This is gonna sound like an ad, but it's not. I hope we're cool enough to be an ad though. So if you guys are (laughs) listening, go ahead and uh, hit us up at hello hello with three O's at igotyouboopod.com. Tula skincare is what I have been wanting. (laughs) Yes, I have been wanting to try for so long. They are in Ulta here in the US. I don't know if they're, do you guys have it yet? Yeah, we have it. Oh, great. But I have like my own skincare that I love. So I'm like one of those. Oh, okay. (laughs) Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I have extremely sensitive skin. I had horrible cystic acne growing up and it still flares up from time to time, especially when I'm hormonal. And uh, Mm. that matched with the fact that I use those Neutrogena makeup remover wipes on my eyes like a goddamn savage. And I need to just stop because, you know, mid thirties, I need to take better care of my skin. So I used their makeup remover cleanser on your face. It's just, don't you feel like it's just like like just sucking all the moisture okay no 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 not those not those these are like meant to be makeup remover wipes okay okay. um (laughs) but but still they're I i don't like they're not good to just only use that so tula products 10 out of 10 recommend, especially if you have very sensitive skin and if you've been following on instagram my eczema journey that has decided to come back after i thought i outgrew it years it's all around my eyelids and the first aid um, moisturizer is amazing. It feels like a minty tingle. So it like burns, but in the good way. Cause you're like, you know that it's doing its thing. So those are my two faves, Tula skincare and first aid moisturizer. Maybe we should talk about your fail that involves that minty moisturizer. <laughs> <laughs> Listen guys, we all know that shaving this time of year pretty much goes on the back burner. As soon as you can start covering up your limbs, it's just not top priority. <laughs> So I took myself on a little self-care journey and was like, let's just have at her. It's because you were upset about the recording thing. So you're like, bitch, I'm going to have myself a nice self-care day. Sure did. So I shaved my Pikachu, my lady bit, and I was like, I'm going to use my new moisturizer because it says that you can use it from head to toe. These voice notes were epic. (laughs) That that ensued. The voice, like the play-by-play of the like, yes. I'm just deep breathing. I was like, I'm going to set a picture for you right now. I am airing all the way out because I nicked myself and the minty like healing that was in that first aid cream shouldn't have gone in my lady bit or not in. Oh my God. No, but like on it, just like pat it, make it feel like a lady. Yes, totally. But not when there's a cut down there because it would be like putting rubbing alcohol on an open wound. And that's exactly what it felt like. 
So I was just sitting with my legs at 10 and 2 on my bed with my ceiling fan on, <laughs> airing out and praising to sweet Lizzo baby Jesus for it to stop. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like that's not the first time I've talked about accidentally no, you, hurting myself. That's what I was like, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Okay. We just went. We took you on a roller coaster ride. Fail. Fave. Fail. Yes. I'll bring you all over the place. So, ladies and gentlemen, Boo Crew, it is fig season here in Canada. Oh, here she goes. Jesus Christ. Okay. (laughs) Fig season. We know I love some figs. I come from a long line of fig loving Portuguese people who have. I come from a a long line. A long line. Of fig farmers. <laughs> Let me tell you, there isn't. What is the name of season one's episode? Circle back. Oh. Just search on our library. It says figs in the title. It's not hard to figure out. If you want to hear I think about it's what the fig. Being, yeah. If you want to hear about me being the heiress to a fig farm, please do. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but it's so disappointing when you're like, okay, like I know that these figs were like, they came on a long journey from wherever the fig they came from, and they're just not good. They're not as good. Like, it's just like any fruits. Like, if you're in somewhere Caribbean and it's like, oh, like, let's go get a coconut off the tree. You're like, mmm, coconut juice, whatever, milk. It's not juice. But <laughs> but then water, milk, the only thing that is not is juice, and I said it, cheese. But <laughs> It's the same with like figs or when you're in the Dominican, you eat a mango. It's like, okay, that's a fresh mango. It's from here. <laughs> but the figs, I'm like, these poor figs, they just they took such a long trip to get here. And then I ate them and they were like less than stellar. But they're here. And now I have officially decided I'm putting my figs until it's no longer fig season. I'm putting them beside my bananas and my avocados in hopes that it'll help them ripen. So I'll circle back. Oh, this, is that a thing? That helps. Mm-hmm. When you put fruits next to each other, they ripen each other. Well, specific fruits. So, whenever we get avocados up here in, <laughs> in Canada, they're also always, always hard as a rock. Could kill someone. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> Could kill someone. <laughs> so we always put them with the bananas, and so then they ripen quicker. What? So I'm just hoping. Yeah, it's a thing. So I'm just hoping that that happens. For example, we got avocados yesterday, Sunday. We're recording on a Monday. We have Taco Tuesday coming tomorrow. And I looked at Andrew and I said, those avocados are not ready for Taco Tuesday guacamole. We got to put them with the bananas. <laughs> so I have never heard of this before. This how, you really are a farmer. <laughs> this is nuts. I can't, also can't believe you didn't make me try a fig while I was up there. It wasn't fig season. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When's fig season? Now, I guess. Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. It was a fucking summertime. They didn't have things here. (laughs) I'm with you, I'm with you. Oh my gosh. What the fig, man. What the fig. That is disappointing, but it led to a very nice science lesson. Who knew? (laughs) Yeah. Who friggin' knew? I guess that's science. Wow, I thought I was Yeah. all these years, but look at me. I don't know what kind of science that is. Physics? No, no. What kind of science is it? Bio. Ed. So we are going to get torn apart for this. Yeah. Oh my God. Biology related to food. Food biology. (laughs) Yes. It's biology. Bill Nye, the science guy. Bill, 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 Bill. I wonder if Bill would be available for a podcast episode. Is he alive? <laughs> is he? Yeah. yeah, he is. What What the hell am I talking about? There's actually um, fun fact for all of you people who do not know. There is a new Bill Nye in town and it's called Generation Genius. And it is this guy who's updated and he has a squad of kids and they do the craziest science projects together. Um, it's called Generation Genius and it's really, really cool if you guys have kids at home. We use it in school. That's awesome. Wow. No idea. Yeah. He's got like a silver, like metallic lab coat. Of course he does. Does. I really, he's probably going to be like every other child star and come out with a Netflix documentary because something, he's going to spiral in one way or another. So enjoy him while he's here, everybody. Wait, is he, is he a child though? No, he's a grown ass man. Mm. It's like doing science. Yes. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Great. Um, All right. So yeah, that's (laughs) really covered that. So I have a question for you. 
Oh, uh, this always makes me so nervous. Okay. I know. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> so how would you describe Uh-oh. your current state of being or mind? I mean, I would say that in this, in right meow, it's probably the same, but maybe not. <laughs> so like... So maybe, maybe not. I mean, I know enough about you to think that it's relatively the same, but maybe yeah. like your state is different than your mindset. Oh yeah. My state's for sure different than my mindset. Okay. Right now, right now it is. Okay. <laughs> Cause okay. like physically I am for sure exhausted. Mentally I'm for sure exhausted, but my mindset is aware. Like I'm self-aware of like the things I need to do so that I can keep going, mm. you know? Got so it. that I don't burn out. Mm-hmm. Does that okay. make? Does that answer the question? Yeah. So for me, then, so I feel my current state is that I feel stagnated. Ooh. Okay. I want to go in this direction, and it's like there's a reel where it's like you go in like one direction, and you like walk into a wall, and you go into another direction, and you like walk into a wall should find that real and make it for this episode. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I feel. Like, I'm like, okay, okay. Like this okay. feels so good. Oh, it's okay. I'm a multi-passionate person. Like, let me direct my energy this way. And it's like, wow, no. And then it's like, I do it again. It's, I think it's because I, I do this a lot where I try and do a lot of things at once. And then everything is like mediocre instead of taking on like a couple of things, like I can handle, we all have like our capacity, right? It's like, you can handle Mm -hmm. a couple of things. But then when I do like all the things and then I'm like, you forget, like you also have to person, like, yeah, you can take on projects, but you also have to like person. (laughs) And yeah, I don't know, like hygiene is important. (laughs) Self-care is important. (laughs) Like you need to make time for these things. You can't just like spread yourself super thin. So your my state is definitely stagnated. But my mindset is like kind of the same, to be honest, but more of, I'm in like this limbo. So my mindset is like, I'll talk to myself and I'll be like, okay, you know, it's good. You're fine. It's a hard season. You got this. But then immediately after at the same, it's like, it's like my, uh, angel and devil are, speaking, ah. but on top of each other, it's like these audio tracks from the podcast of me and you have been laid on top of each other. And it just sounds like we're talking at the same time. That's what's happening in my brain, which makes me feel like I'm in limbo because it, I'm not giving myself the opportunity to even listen to both sides. I'm just like stuck in it. And it's such an interesting Ooh. season of life because you're like, what is the fuck? What is Felicia trying to say? I can't listen to Felicia. <laughs> yeah. Felicia is, is too loud. <laughs> like, you know, little Linda is so quiet. And I'm trying to listen to like, that. Linda is the nice one in my world. And Felicia's the bitch, by the way. Yeah. In case you guys needed listens. that. Because <laughs> she, li- Linda listens. In my world, my Linda, she listens. That's why. And Love Felicia that. Fuck off. So that's why she's... <laughs> The Felicia's are out to play, man. I'm so telling you. So here's the thing. That's where I'm at. Stagnated is like the word. I wrote it down. I've been writing it down like last couple of weeks in my journal. Uh-huh. I don't even know like what prompted that word. Like, you know, it's not like I read it anywhere or anything. I was just like, how do you feel right now? And it's just yeah. like stuck, like just kind of stuck. It's like a, you're waiting for like that next thing or you're kind of like mm-hmm. feeling like you outgrew where you're at. And you're just stuck. So I thought that that would be a fun question. I mean, we talk about how this pod, we want to deliver entertainment and education. And I'm just going to go ahead and say that this episode is going to be heavy on the education. I think we're entertaining as fuck. So obviously we're going to be entertaining (laughs) anyways without meaning to be. But I think we want to really come at this with like, this is a learning moment. We have some teachable moments. We have some tips. And yeah, as much as we're like shitting rainbows all the time, it takes a lot of work (laughs) to do that. Like, it's not like, oh, we just show up and we're like, look at us with our cute leopard print and our cute bright colors. It's like, okay, but like really, what does that look like? And not to be confused with toxic positivity, because I think that we do lay it on when we need to. Like there's people that shit rainbows and then only shit rainbows and act like the only thing coming out of their ass is rainbows. And that's not the case. Yeah. So although we are completely not like 
doctors here. We are speaking <laughs> from experience and we're professionals in the experiences that we've had. So sharing exactly. them is important. Sharing them is important. So let's get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to talk about growing pains. Ooh. And it's so interesting because, you know, in the same way that physical growth causes growing pains in childhood, personal development can definitely cause growing pains too, right? And it's not going to be like, I remember when I was growing, we have memories. Like if you might remember, like I have stretch marks from when I grew. I remember like these pains in the back of my calves, just like, like these lightning pains and they were terrible. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of similar. Obviously it's not a physical thing. It doesn't take on a physical entity when you're doing your, when you're going through your personal growth, sometimes it does. Right. But most times it's a mindset thing. And instead of the physical discomfort, it causes emotional discomfort. Ooh, so it's true. Right. So yeah. I wanted to talk about that because the discomfort caused by thinking outside of our usual patterns, that's what creates I, I read this at the School of Self-Image, which will we'll credit where credit is due, boo. Credit <laughs> we'll is put credit it at the bottom. Due. It can create cognitive dissonance when long-held perspectives are challenged. So like, for example, even if sometimes we try to avoid it, emotional distress is a personal development necessity. And exactly, that's exactly true. When you say something like, grow through what you go through. I was having a conversation with one of my mentors today and he was just talking about how... Um, I actually got his permission to talk about this. So there we go. But he was talking about how if he hadn't been through his depressive state in his life, then when he and his wife came to a time in their lives when they were dealing with an infertility battle, that he wouldn't have been able to be the partner that he was to her mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. he had learned all of these things when deciding like, shit, I need to get help. I need to fix something. Something's not right here. And he, he grew through that. Right. But that's a per that's personal development, right? The whole, we, you don't need to be like something massive in your life doesn't have to happen for you to want to embark on a self-love no. journey. Right. You can just be like, I just want to be a better me. But sometimes I'll be honest. I feel like based on conversations that we have, even with our guests and just people in general, I feel like there always is like that spark moment, like something yeah. There's like a flip that switches and a switch that flips, a flip that switches. <laughs> a, switch. a switch. No, a switch that flips. I said a, a flip that switches. <laughs> Wait, now I don't know which one is right. It's a switch a flip. that flips. It's a switch that flips. It's fine. Or do you Everything's fine. Yeah, yeah. We're good. Everything's great. You're doing great, fine. sweetie. So in the school of self-image, they wrote... Similar to the way your bones ached as a little girl during a growth spurt, psychological pain is just a part of the process when we are growing intellectually and emotionally. The reason I wanted to talk about that was because, and Becca said this right after this all happened with the audio recording, the, the vanishing audio recording. She showed up on her, on her stories the next day, like she gave herself her time and it was wild because I was busy I don't even know what was happening. We talk all the time, nonstop. She was there. She was going to get her figs. I was clearly going to get my, I was very busy going to the farm, <laughs> the farmer's market. So, the farm. I just have this visual of like me holding a basket of figs, like just like gallivanting yeah. through a field of figs. You can't like, tell me that's not what you do to get them. Wearing Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. Only. I just show up in purple to the fig farm. Yeah. Yeah. I've arrived, but she, something was going on where I had plans. Like I never have plans. So I don't know. But on that night that she was having her meltdown, I wasn't like very available. So this all happened without me knowing really. And then she ended up just telling me at the end of it all, like at the end of like all the things that happened, all the feels that she was feeling. And I was yeah. like, all right, well shit happens. Like it is what it is. Like whatever, you know, but the next day, Becca went on her stories and was talking about how, like, me a couple of years ago would not have dealt with this like I did. And same with me. Me a couple of years ago would have laced her. I would have been like, I would have been like, are you fucking kidding? Like, that's who I that was. Is, like, yeah, yeah. If I'm being honest, like a couple of years ago, like I am not a patient person. Like my threshold, I have like no, like zero. Like I'm like on a, if you look at a bomb and they have like those long, whatever those are, and then you light it up. I don't have a fuse. It's like, it doesn't exist. Your fuse. Yeah. 
It's like minus, negative fuse. It's like in, in the dynamite, my fuse, inside <laughs> it. You have to light it from the inside. <laughs> to find but, it. Yeah, but over time, you know, I've flexed my personal development muscle and fixed that. And like, you know what? Not everything needs a fix, but that did, right? My mm-hmm. personal level of patience for understanding that uh, human error is a thing because we are humans and we have erroneous things that happen in our lives. Like it's just, Oh, I like that word. That's a good word. Erroneous. I mean, it's like we do it. It's happening all the time. We're always like screwing up and you know, old me would have totally been like, Oh my God. And like, to be honest, I'm not even sure I would, the difference between me now and me then is like, me now, I just say everything directly, like confrontational or not. Like people love me, people hate me. I don't give a fuck to be honest. But I probably wouldn't have. I probably wouldn't have said it to you. I would have just. Oh, oh, oh god! You know what I mean? But I wouldn't have even like. I w- I wasn't. I'm not. I've never been one to like talk shit to like you know like. Oh my god! Like let me call, phone a friend. Like that's not who I guess am. what the fuck Becca did. Yeah, like who is Becca? Like you know what I mean? People would be like, oh what the god. fuck are you talking about? But I. <laughs> I used to be the type of person who would like stew and like talk to herself. Like I would be like, oh my God, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Like I would just have conversations with myself and get myself like really riled up. And then I would like go into work and be like unbearable to work with that day because I Mm -hmm. didn't deal with those feelings. Right. And so when you were storing about that, I was thinking like, it literally took me back because I was like, oh my gosh, like if this had happened even a few years Mm -hmm. ago. It's yeah. wild, you know, it's crazy. And for those of you that did not catch it, what I was trying to explain was that a few years ago, I would not have taken action. I would have been more of the avoidance and I would have talked shit on myself and yeah. I would have probably not shown up the next day or days. And probably in those circumstances, trigger warning is when I would eat my feelings and my, mm-hmm. my relationship with food would have completely made me go into a spiral of just like all of the things that I knew wouldn't make me feel good physically. Those were the times that I would just hermit. I would hermit up and I would just feel like shit and it would just trigger those insecurities that I already had. And, and it would have fueled the, who are you to even show up in this space or think you could do it? Yeah. I think that that is probably the hard, speaking of growing pains, circling back here. I think that that was the hardest thing to a admit to myself and B, work through. Because I would feel, when I was upset with myself, I would fill that feeling with trying to fix everybody else's fe- problems because, hi, fixer, how are you? And, but um, I would feel better because I would feel like, oh, I'm fixing them. I'm That would be how I would validate myself. That would be how I would, you know, make myself feel like I'm worthy of something if I can help everybody else. And meanwhile, I'm just building a whole bank account <laughs> and mm. foundation of never acknowledging the things that I needed to because I was like, oh, I'm good. I'm helping everybody else. I don't need to help myself. Like, yeah. that's, I'm, I'm filling that void in that way. And realizing that I was even doing that took a lot of work and therapy, <laughs> but, yep. and that's scary. I think that that's why so many people don't take the time to go on their self. And I know that it's such like a commercialized thing to say now is your self love journey, really but is. that really, which is a shame because I think that the value and the anchor as to what that even means has been kind of diminished in that way. But we're here to bring that shit back because mm-hmm. until you can sit with that, that's the fear though. Cause I was scared to, I would, I would try and come up with every other excuse besides the one that I was doing this to myself. That was never the answer. That was the last answer. <laughs> but that's, but that's like, honestly, why they're growing pains. You know what I mean? Right. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like, it's not like growing pleasures. Like, it's not like we're coming out the gates. Like, you know, like, oh my gosh, look at me. I'm growing as a person and I'm going from a caterpillar to a butterfly and it's like this beautiful thing. It's like, yeah, sure it Mm -hmm. is. Sure. Fine. When you Mm -hmm. have a glow up and you, you tap into that energy, but it takes a while to tap into that energy. It takes a like falling down a few times to figure out like, okay, I'm going to pick myself back up and it's okay if I don't stay up, but like, this is Mm -hmm. how I'm going to try to. And I think Mm -hmm. that like, that's as soon as this all happened, I literally was like, wow, like this is such a a beautiful thing that we can do 
like we can grow from this and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Like, I think also like, to be honest, it's a pretty much, we're not really making it as big of a deal as it is. Cause like, we know it's fine and we love this podcast <laughs> and we're moving on and everything, but like, it's a big deal. And like, this could have, mm-hmm. like, for me, like this was something that we've like, it's a dream board situation. So the old me would have been like, Oh my God. Like you said, who the fuck was I to think that I could show up in this space and like interview this human? Like, of course this would happen. And I would just like do the whole like universe hates me. Oh my God. Where's the anvil that's about to fall on my head? Like Yosemite Sam, (laughs) where are you are? Like, where are you at? Like all that stuff. So I really loved, I'm like really obsessed with this uh, article that I found. Yeah. Hold on. Think about what that, what this situation would have looked like if we were both in that space, even like before starting, I would say pre as early as pre pandemic, even I was yeah, still having pre pandemic 100%. Yes. But like, like even like just about like beginning yeah. of 2020, I would even mm-hmm. say I would still not be woke enough in my own self to acknowledge and then take action. Like that action breeds confidence factor. So if you put both of us pre pandemic trying to do this podcast together, we might've like, that might've really been it for us. I mean, like, I don't want to, I yeah, would have like been just never shown up again. Like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have been way too scared to talk to you (laughs) and you would have been way too angry with me (laughs) and it would have not, it would have just not been solved. There would have been no solution. That's crazy. If you really think about it that way, it is super, it's just mind boggling to think that like those small actions that we do every day, they make a difference, Uh right? It's the reps. Hi growth. How are you? It's the reps. It's the total, it's the reps. It's like, you're not expecting to just like release weight in one day. Like, oh my God, let me just Mm. show up, work out for 20 minutes. And you know, it's the same thing, but people expect it. So there's four tips from the school of self image. It's literally a blog entry called growing pains. And I was just searching the interwebs for just stuff. And I sat on this and I was like, okay, this is a great blog. So four tips for working through your growing pains, meet your pain and discomfort where it's at and just say, bring it. So I love that because Mm -hmm. I'm always talking about, you know, your journey, your pace. This is a self-paced journey. Meet yourself where you are. Like, you know, you don't know who, don't be a hero. Like you don't have to try and prove yourself to anyone or impress people you don't even like by doing shit you don't even want to do. Like none of that. Just figure out why you're uncomfortable, where you're uncomfortable, and then just be like, okay, well, the only way to get through it is to get through it. So perhaps personal growth for you means adapting to a healthier lifestyle, meeting a professional goal, or maybe even letting go of a toxic relationship. There's obviously going to be some struggle involved there, which is why, like I said, they're called growing pains, right? Next tip is own your painful part and then set it aside and move forward. So I thought of you right away for this because- we always talk about like sit in the ship, but don't, don't live there. Like feel your mm-hmm. feels, but don't make, let them take you over. And that's exactly what this is saying. We just say things like much more fun in my opinion. But, <laughs> but I tell my, I tell my students true. all the time, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend yeah. more than five minutes worrying about it. Like acknowledge it and then bless and release. That's such an important tip. I get yeah. so stuck in that shit too, but it's oh, same. It's not yeah. going to be. Like just, just those things, those are the things that you have to have like written around where you're going to like see it, you know, because mm-hmm. on those days where you're like, oh, this feels like the world is ending. Like uh-huh. the small stuff feels like big stuff right now. Mm-hmm. So in situations where there is any difficulty or pain, it's often natural to focus on circumstances or the behavior of others. So like you said, it would have been really easy for you in this situation, old you, old Becca, a previous version of Becca would have been mm-hmm. like, well, I don't know. It wasn't me. Like it must've been like, what I, you know, like, and it still yeah. was the computer and it still it was, was the, all the yes, other factors, yeah. right? But you didn't come at it being like, fuck, well, the computer ate my audio file. Like that's not what yeah. you did, you know? <laughs> and it would have just been really easy for you to do that and you didn't. Mm-hmm. So, because it's easy to do it. Such a focus can be temporarily helpful, right? Because you can feel better. You'd be like, it wasn't my fault, whatever. Yeah. But in the end, it's not going to help you change your life, make any positive right. changes, Right. The other, the third one is just so basic, but step outside your proverbial comfort, comfort zone. A willingness to take risks by stepping outside your comfort zone is the path to growth. But many of us are afraid and fear is painful. So a few years back, a mentor of mine taught me that fear stands for false evidence appearing real. So 
false evidence appearing real. If you sit with that and think about that, what does that really mean? So for a while I was like, what does that mean? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? And I made him like really break it down. And it's like, okay, fear. When you're like, I'm scared to do this. What are you scared of? You're scared of the unknown. So you've already created a scenario in your brain that's mm-hmm. evidence for why it's scary. And that's why false evidence appearing real is amazing because it's the story you've created in your head. You've already gone so far down that road that you've created this story in your head where you're going to where you're going to suck, you're going to you're going to fall on your face, you're going to be embarrassed, so you're going to fail. And then mm-hmm. that equals fear, and you've just created your own reality. And that's what stepping, stepping outside your comfort zone feels like. Like you're not going to be good at stuff right out the gates. Maybe you, like, listen, maybe you're a prodigy and you will be, but in most cases <laughs> we need to learn by right. failing. Right. And I always remember that, that false evidence appearing real, like me, I'm afraid to be a mom. Why? <laughs> Cause it's the unknown. I've never been a mom. I don't fucking know. It's like yeah. things like that. Right. So simple, but something to keep in mind and then just do it no matter what. So we can, all of us say this, right? We're always like, oh yeah, we're going to do just, you got to do the dang thing. You have to do it. You just, you don't know until you do it, but it's easier said than done, obviously. And it, they say getting it, getting it, like air quotes, it done can be a pretty big ask when you're feeling unmotivated in fear of failure, overwhelmed, or when that naysayer in your head just won't pipe down. Resistance can plague you. Even seemingly small tasks can seem downright impossible at times and they can become the impossible task. But when I was reading this, I remember that like, I'm always telling myself, have it written by my desk. Actually, I'm always telling myself that the word impossible itself says I'm possible. Yep. So love that one. It's so good. And it's like, okay, but like, what's really impossible though? Like if anyone has done something before you, their proof, social proof that it can be done. Mm -hmm. And if somebody hasn't, I don't know, fuck, well, <laughs> you better try because somebody, somebody did something once that they thought was impossible and now it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. So those were the four main tips. And I was just like, I, I got really invested in this whole growing pains thing because I just think that a lot of us don't give ourselves enough credit when we're going through these self-love journeys and you will have situations. I know you and I have definitely been in states of flow where like shit just feels good. Whether that's like things that are going well in the classroom and you've got like amazing students that are attentive or <laughs> like I, I'm like loving my movement, you know, and yeah. I'm really enjoying my, my schedule or I'm waking up and like being energized when I wake up or whatever it is, like loving a book you're reading. When you're in that state of flow, that's easy to show up, right? But then mm-hmm. when you're not in the state of flow, listen, 2020, t- 2021 is 2020 with bangs on. I'm yeah, I love that I'm phrase. It. It's fucking, it's the truth. And I have been not in a state of flow for more than I have been during 2021. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is you, you don't, re- like that state of flow, like that feeling that you feel when you're in state of flow feels so far away because you're like, was that, like, was I ever in that state? Like that feels like forever ago. And then you're just, that's why I'm feeling stagnated, you know? So I needed the reminder of like, these are growing pains. They're, they're temporary. It's temporary. Mm -hmm. And you just have to get on the other side of it. So yeah, that's my two cents on (laughs) growing pains. Um, something I want to mention, you were in your zone, so I didn't want to interrupt, but your acronym for fear, uh, say it one more time. False evidence appearing real. Okay. False evidence appearing real. Once you acknowledge that I always, the second step to that fear breaking face everything and rise because when you can, when you can acknowledge that it's false, you can face it or it facing it just becomes a little bit more tangible. Mm -hmm. So that's something that I have always done when it comes to fear. And I think that we read these articles and we do this self-help and we, you know, read all the books and listen to all the podcasts as we talk on one, but the how, (laughs) The how I think is it looks different for everyone. And I know that when it got to the certain point point where um, never did I think I would become passionate enough about it to speak on it. But when I was in the thick of it, I think I just got tired and I just threw my hands up and I was like, what if this is not what it's supposed to be like? And I don't know. I mean, probably my guardian angel or, or someone was looking out for me to be like, 
putting that little whisper in my head, but then like the how of like breaking your comfort zone and doing all those tips that you just said is going to look different for everyone. So, um, for example, like when I wanted to, I was like, okay, I'm going to start with my body, my relationship with my body and my relationship with food. And I'm going to heal that. And we're going to go deeper into why that's there. And then I'll heal the relationship I have with myself and stepping outside your comfort zone doesn't have to feel like this huge leap. It's the little habits and those little things that you do that build that foundation. So you don't have to just come out of the gates and like, it is strip naked. And, and I love my naked time now, but that wasn't what it was in the beginning. Um, I wouldn't even like look at myself doing any type of movement and find like, move, we talk all the time about how we both viewed movement as a punishment or how we had needed to work off whatever we were feeling or work harder in order to create this aesthetic and this tangible thing that doesn't even make sense and for who and for what. Right. But, um, I think that like, I say all the time, like I hate wearing pants. I used to only wear pants. Um, I used to not even, couldn't even stand the sight of me. I would just want to cover up and we're not here to cover up. We're not here in the, both the physical sense and just the, you know, spacious sense of how we live out loud. Like we're not here to just cover up and make ourselves smaller in any sense of the word. We're here to like stand our ground and learn what that looks like and live. That's what living fulfilly looks like. It looks yeah. like sifting through that bullshit and those things that have conditioned us to think a certain way and recognize that it doesn't have to be like that. And it's just what we've been generationally taught to do and societally taught to do. But that doesn't make the world beautiful. The world is beautiful because we each do our own, handle our own shit in however way it looks like for us and then show up accordingly. And this wouldn't have been created if we didn't, if that wasn't the case. And if you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I could never do that. I could never face that fear. You can, but it doesn't have to be a full dive. It doesn't have to be a cannonball. No. You can yeah, just get exactly. your toes wet. <laughs> but I think that's the thing, though. Let's be real. We live in a we live in a crockpot society with microwave dreams. So what I mean by <laughs> that is shit takes time, right? Mm -hmm. Shit takes time. When you're cooking something in a crock pot, that takes time. But it's fucking fantastic. Like if you're making a stew in a crock pot, it's like very tender and really like delicious and all the flavors are in there. If you put the same ingredients in a microwave and you just zap it, like you're going to eat, right? You'll have food, but it won't necessarily be the best, maybe not the most nutritious, maybe not the most enjoyable. And that's, we live in that society though. We live in this world where you get a texture like, oh, oh, oh. Let me oh, gotta open it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like mm -hmm. we live in a notification world. So for us, of course, I also want to say like the millennial culture, even though like I fucking hate to say that I'm a millennial, but we totally are. Um, <laughs> we are used to things being a big thing. And I think it's because of, think about it. Like I, I'm, I'm no economist <laughs> here, but like even in the world we live in now where things cost a lot more money than they did for our parents, right? Relatively. Right. You know, real estate, you know, it feels like an uphill battle to become a homeowner in your 20s, 30s, 40s, you know? And mm -hmm. that's just because of the way that the world is changing and there's no, so, something's not catching up, right? And so right. when we say like, okay, we're going to go on this personal development journey, we want to say like, hey, it's not a big deal, but think about how we grew up. Like everything is a big deal. It's like, oh, you got to go away to school. You got to get, you got to get the big job. You got all these things that we're programmed to believe. They are, they have a lot of weight attached to them. So it's hard for us to be like, I'm going to improve my relationship with myself and I'm going to chip away at it. Like a little, like mm -hmm. to chip away and it's, it's okay. One small thing a day. It's hard to do that, especially um, somebody told me today that I'm getting in my own way again. And I was like, fuck, I really thought I was getting better about that. Like it was <laughs> such a, like, a, like a, like a slap in the face, like, oh, AMQ, getting in your own way again. And I was like, damn, I really thought I was like on the other side of that. But it goes to show you that like you do just cause you did the work once doesn't mean it's done. No, go through no. Different seasons of our lives. Like I for I really was like, really, I'm getting in my own way. Like, oh, and it was like, yeah, you are. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, and you're like, shit, I really thought that, you know, that was, a, that was a thing of the past, but I also have dealt with some hardships as of late that probably wiped a lot of the work that I had done previous, 
because it took me down a tailspin, which Wait, more on that. I'm stopping you. I'm stopping you. It's not wiped. It's just a little bit hidden. It's not gone. It's still there. Like buried. That work is still there. there. Yeah, yeah. It's it's buried. Yeah. It's buried. It's buried. Because there's other things that have like collected on top of that, you know? But that's also because I, our minds, I've said this before, and I don't know if it was on the pod or on Instagram or what, but like our, yes, we physically have habits, but we have mental habits also. Well, and yeah. we have a comfort default. zone. Or like a yes. default. Yeah, yeah. We have a default setting. In our mind, our, when things get hard, even no matter how much work you've done, that default setting might still be, I mean, personally, it is still that first thought that creeps in, but she doesn't stay long. It's just like a very fleeting thought. And then it's like, okay, then you know, and then you're more aware and you can, you have to build those habits though, and to make a new, um, to make a new comfort zone in your mind and to make a new yeah. habit forms because your mind has one too. And that's, that's what I didn't even think about. I just thought I had to keep doing these things or, Oh, this isn't working. So let me try doing something else. Well, like, no, you also just might have to sit with it and talk to it, invite that fear and invite that struggle and invite that hardship to the table and see what it's trying to tell you. Cause it's trying to tell you something then the more you try and fight it or the more you try and push it away or kick it out of your table, then you're not going to ever be able to have an understanding with it and know how to move forward and move past it. So, which is tricky to do sit at the table with a bunch of your demons, be like, listen up bitches. I'm sick of your shit. <laughs> and I just want to say like, you always say you're not confrontational, but I think it's really funny to listen to you talk about this and be like, let's welcome all our demons to the table. Let's have a yeah. conversation. Like, it's funny because I'm like, you yeah. are, it just, you're, it depends on with what, like you definitely yes. do have yeah. that. Like it's a situational thing for you when for it comes sure. to confrontation, for sure. for sure. Cause it's yeah. just like, you can do that easily and just like have a conversation with yourself and just be like, mm, no, like you can go, but you're yeah. not the best at doing it with everything. And that's, but again, it's all a journey. And it's like, you always say like, you have to flip the script. Like it's not easy to be going on your path, like chugging along on your path and then something happens and it's not always easy to just change lanes because it's easy for you to be like, la la la, like this is, I'm just going to be in like in Canada. I don't know if you guys have this in the States, especially on our highways here in Ontario, we have something called the HOV lane, high occupancy vehicle lane. <laughs> so it means that there's more than one person in the vehicle, but most people just use it incorrectly and get tickets and they just go into that lane and they just, they just go fast through the lane to get wherever they're going. You know, they're cheating. Okay. They're cheating. Dicks. Right. And it's, yeah, assholes. <laughs> and they're just cheating. And, you know, you're like, okay, that's not how that works. <laughs> like, no. Like, you no. know, like, fuck, people were getting, like, there was a time in the early 2000s, people were getting, like, crash test dummies to put in their, like, passenger seats to go into the HOV lane. It's a so lot of commitment. Saw, I know. So if <laughs> cops saw, they were like, they wouldn't pull them over because it looked like there's multiple people. But if you're trying, when I'm, I'm getting at something, if you're trying to, cheat yourself out of your own journey by like, I don't know, getting out in front of it, but not really going the whole way, like taking a shortcut, you're going to get like, you're going to get knocked on your ass and you're going to have to hit the reset button again. It's just, yeah. True. So you might as well be like, this detour does not feel nice, but no. continuing to go in this straight line, like wh where I'm at right now, I'm just like, I feel like I'm like the walking dead. I don't even, I've never. Oh my God, no. Zombie like my eyes closed. You never, zombie said mode, I never like, even. I've never even watched that show. <laughs> I hate everything zombies. I hate them. They're terrible. But I just think that like, if you're just blind and that's what you're doing. Like if you're blindly mm -hmm. going in the direction that's leading you fucking nowhere, then what? Like it doesn't yeah. even make sense. You have to change your mind. Remember like nothing changes. If nothing changes, we can literally sit here and we can toss Pinterest quotes at you forever. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. But right. If right. you don't like really think about what that means, like, like how I said, fear, what that stands for, false evidence appearing real. And then it's like, okay, but what does that stand for? Face everything and rise. Okay. But what does that look like for you? Like if you listen to it and you're like, oh my God, good quote. I'm going to write it on post and I'll put it on my desk. Oh my God. Great. No, no. Like, yeah, it's not going to work. But like, what does it mean to you? Why, why are you inspired? Like mm -hmm. I were, I look at the word impossible with underscored. I'm underscored, underscored, underlined. Right. What is happening? <laughs> every single day. It's one word. It's just one word. It's nothing crazy. No, like super inspirational quote, but I, the reason it hits me every time I see it is because it like, I've really thought about what that means for me mm -hmm. and how, you know, the, the weight it carries. So 
It's really just about like flipping the script and having those conversations with yourself and like each other, you know, if Mm -hmm. you're lucky enough to have people in your life. And if you don't fuck, you need to figure that out. But like, if you, (laughs) if you like don't have a Becca, figure it the fuck out And (laughs) until then. Um, you have us, like you can, yes. if you don't have a Becca, you have a Becca. Yes. <laughs> and you have it and you have an AMQ as well. We balance out. each other out really well. We really do. Just we come reach from out. Like, both ends of yeah. things. Becca might be a little nicer about things sometimes, but like, <laughs> <laughs> it depends on like what day you get me. Cause my fuse might be stuck in the bomb somewhere, but like, you know, <laughs> my fuse might be stuck in the bomb. Oh my God. That's so funny. But I like how you um, talked about the confrontation piece, because if you're an Enneagram two, like me, the confrontation is terrifying. I am, I have learned yeah. to be much better with, I am oh fine with confrontation with myself and I am fine with confrontation when it comes to defending someone yes. or something that I love. Totally if someone more. I get, I freeze up and start to like stumble when someone's upset with me and I know I did something wrong. That's, that's the confrontation that I have been working on because I I think that like we all do know, like uh, when you know something wrong, but what if, what if like you didn't, you know what I mean? Like what if you know you didn't like, right. Still struggle with that. Would you still be like, I don't know how to navigate this. Or would you be like, like that's, that's, I don't know. Like, yeah. Because for me, I have a hard time. Like, it's so interesting. Since being friends with you, Uh-oh. I have become less confrontational because <laughs> I've realized, no, I'm so, I'm dead serious because I have like really done some reflecting and had some conversations with some people <laughs> close to me who've been like, lots of your fucking problems come from the fact that you don't five, four, three, two, one ever like sometimes you just roll. need to yeah. fucking count, just breathe, do a cartwheel, go have an orgasm, like do something what? else. Whoa, whoa, you heard it here first, people. I did not, we really went left. I was like, I was on with you and I was like, yes, yes. And then changing we lanes. Just, there was changing lanes. Oh. Changing, lanes. changing lanes. There was no turn signal on for that one. And that's not usually AMQ. I love when she throws stuff in there because that's not usually her go-to reference. But when it is, ladies and gents and humans, she really goes for it. Give me an oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it's like, I have gotten myself into a lot of, I don't know, like, I want to say like trouble, trouble in my adult life for being so confrontational. But, but trauma is a thing. Yeah, I was just going to say. because... It's because in my childhood, I wasn't given a voice. I was very much in a situation where I wasn't able to, I was always a loud, rambunctious, like boisterous human, but I wasn't allowed to use my voice and express mm-hmm. my opinion. So now as an adult, I'm like, fuck that. Like I have a voice, I'm going to use it. And sometimes, yes, it goes like, I'm like, I like go all the way. The pendulum swings all the way. And then I'm like, <laughs> yikes. Like if I could go back, I would take back like seven of 10 of the things I just said. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. My point was still made. I still wanted to say some of those things. But I think that that's also part of the journey, though. Because yeah. when you're held back in certain ways, or like you said, trauma has played a role. I think everyone in the world has experienced of some course. sort of trauma that has led to the behaviorals, you know, habits that they have. But in order to come back from that, those, that pendulum needs to swing in order for you to find your center and to find your balance and to find what works. So you need to tell people all the way the fuck off at all times in order for you to be like, oh, wait, this isn't how it's supposed to be either to be able to find your middle, you know? But then also when you're, when you are, telling, when you are telling someone all the way <laughs> off and you can be like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel good about this. Yeah, yeah. Like this, this person deserves. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. This, For this sure. One, this one fucking needs needs my fire today. Like this is what I'm gonna burn all the bridges. Light that baby up. Like, and like the thing <laughs> is, you don't know until you fuck up. Like there has been times where I'm like, yikes. Like I could look. I really. I mean, yeah. We've all like lost friends and stuff, or had situations where like, Ugh. I've had arguments with Becca where I'm like, fuck. I should have been nicer. Like you know, like there's. there's <laughs> There's times like when I'm saying things to Andrew and he's not listening and I can't like I, you know, I'm like, he's he just interprets things different than you, Amanda. Like you need to be 
understanding that he's not understand. He's not in your head. Like you need to like work through things with him. But I never, because I'm not patient, right? I never used to be patient enough to be considerate of that. And I'm a very considerate person of people's feelings, but not of their thoughts. So yeah. yeah. Oh my God. That's such a good, that's a perfect way of saying it. That's so yeah. that's, oh my gosh. Yes. Like, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but I'm like, bitch, I don't know what you're thinking. So I don't even in my brain, no one else has thoughts, but me. Yeah. Yeah. That may, I mean, Hey, that makes sense. I get that. I didn't understand. I feel like meeting in person helped that a lot though. Because yeah, like sure it did. when I would see the things that Andrew or even I would do just little shit and then I would see your reaction to it. I'm like, OK, it's not as serious as I was playing it out to be <laughs> like in my head, like things that I thought were really upsetting. You were just very fleeting and not at all. But, right. But it's just yeah. funny to when you see it in real time, even though we talk on Zoom all the time, that's not the same as like seeing the day to day and realizing that no. you really are a paparazzi queen and like all <laughs> of those things. That we talked about last episode. And I really am actually 17 million feet tall, actually. I'm, yeah. I'm Alan thought I was five, seven. That's the one thing from last week's episode that all the people in my inner circle texted me and messaged me. They were like, how funny is it that Malin thought you were five, seven? <laughs> I was like, that is really, but cause you don't, you really, you think you know somebody so well until you really get to see them in the flesh and like spend time with them and then you're like ah everything makes it's sense because we have big personalities like every time people meet me they're like wow you're like really short and i'm like yeah it's not a secret <laughs> like, I don't to, me, to me you were t- to me you were very tall <laughs> <laughs> i really expected you to be so much shorter and then and then i d- amq gave me a complex because she was like maybe you're just a lot shorter than you think and i'm like oh my god she's like are you wait. sure you're 410 i'm like listen that's not a height you fucking lying but okay <laughs> And there's no way that in the three years between my last physical when they measured my height and then the pandemic happened, listen, I had a growth spurt. Okay, you had a growth spurt. Maybe my mid thirties. That would have been. I don't know, man. Definitely something for Guinness Book of World Records. (laughs) Call him up. Funny. That's so funny. Oh man. You know what's so funny? Thinking of, I have to stop saying so funny. High self awareness. How are you? I keep saying. (laughs) You, you you have been saying it a lot. Yeah. One of my go-to phrases when I would feel like I was like a little bit scatterbrained or that I was thinking, worrying about what everybody else was thinking. My, one of my mantras was stay in your lane, do your thing, stay in your lane, do your thing. But that doesn't always serve you. So I think I've expanded it as we've talked about this changing lanes thing. It's like, it's okay to put your blinker on, see how it feels in that lane. And then when you're like, oops, I'm in the carpool, whatever the fuck you called it, very high tech, <laughs> not the car. High what occupancy vehicle lane. Yeah. Around here, we call it the carpool lane. But um, <laughs> so like then, okay, I'm going to tur- put my turns on. I'm going to go back and I'm going to work and I'm going to do what I need to do before I can switch lanes again. But like being okay with switching those lanes and seeing how it feels is great. Maybe you want to start wearing, I don't know, crop tops. Mm. Wear, and you don't know. Be Winnie the Pooh. Fucking yes. main character energy. <laughs> yes. Main character energy. Winnie the Pooh, man. Good reference. Winnie the Pooh started a trend. We just had no fucking idea. We didn't know. Yeah. And we, we loved know. him for it. We loved him yeah. for it. So why? Exactly. Oh, I feel like someone said that last season. Was it Brinta talked about that? Crop tops? Crop tops? Probably. And Winnie the Pooh reference? I forget. That sounds like something you would say. Oh my gosh. But I would love to hear what you guys are growing through. Yeah, that yeah. would actually be really great. I know you guys uh, love to use our emails so much. <laughs> Send us emails, damn it. You do slide into our DMs pretty heavy, and yeah, I so love that. Yeah, so just slide into it. Do, listen, send a carrier pigeon. Just talk to us in any way that you want to yes. talk to us. <laughs> Kim Possible us. Call us, beep us if you want to reach us. We are, like, here for it all. But we would love to shout you out in here. We want to bring back those shout-outs. Um mm. And even if you think, I'm telling you right now, listen up, turn the volume up. I was going to talk closer like ASMR, but then it wouldn't have had the same effect. There is no growth or no comfort zone breaking that is too small. Mm-hmm. Like if you, yes. if you even had one thought totally. change, if you wanted to think something and you caught yourself and you flipped the script on yourself, we want to hear it. Even if it's the littlest thing. We would love to hear it and celebrate because those are the little moments that make that big change happen and how you show up in the world is going to look different if you just keep doing those little things and then acknowledging them and giving yourself a pat on the ass every time you do it. 
Whereas Mel Robbins does the high five, but I like a good pat on the ass. Oh God, that was inappropriate. I don't think I I pat myself on the ass, to be honest. You've never given yourself a pat on the ass? Do you go from like, do you like- Under the cheek. Behind you? No. It's got to be like like where the cup of the booty goes. You go like right under there and it's all in the wrist. It's like a little- little, Oh, it's like an actual, like a lift almost. You lift it up a little bit. Like a little, like if you're going under it, it's all in the wrist. Cool. Try it sometime. You're welcome, everybody. Done it. Tutorial. I have a huge bum. So there's a lot that happens. Tutorial coming soon. <laughs> Tutorial coming soon. <laughs> oh like, let's my draw God. it out for you in case you didn't understand what she was trying to explain. You basically yeah. have to do it like somebody else is patting you on the ass. Like you really have to like reach around. Like good game. Like you like when you see it on TV and they're all giving themselves like good game. Oh. Good game. Good Give yourself good a little game. good game. also if there's like a we talked a lot about you know pinterest worthy quotes um but if there's anything that you've ever read that like we all have those things Mm -hmm. that stick with us we'd love to hear those too and you know where you heard it from or maybe you don't even know where you heard it from but it still stuck with you because Mm -hmm. we're all here to learn everyone as a community and so many of the conversations, I know Becca and I talk about this so often, but so many of the conversations that we've had in this time, having this podcast, have changed Ooh. so many things about us. How we show up, what we say, our narrative, our language, so much, which I always get uh-huh. so excited about. There must be, I'm, I'm, we're uh-huh. personal development junkies because we're like, oh, we just got fucking like when you're like excited that yeah. you're learning something new, but somebody embarrassed you, you're like, oh, okay. But like, then you're like, cool, I got this. I'm going to take that into my tomorrow yep. life. Like you're just excited about it. But if there's anything you've heard, share it with us. Please do share it. If you've done one thing this week or today that has helped you or become more aware of the, your own shit, that's badass. Yes, yes, it yes. is. Because it's not easy. We feel you may have noticed. We have gifts. If you call them gifs, we still they're love gifts. you. But they're That's gifts with a g, a very heavy, heavy on the g. g. That's one g. thing we can okay. we can agree with heavy Canadian versus US is that we both call them gifs. <laughs> yeah, if they were gifs, they would have a j. That is why the j exists in the English language. So, <laughs> so we have gifs, which is weird. It's I think it's really so cool. weird, but really exciting. So. So cool. So anywhere where gifts are. So, you know, when you're like messaging people on Messenger or when you're on Instagram posting a story and you're sharing our episodes, you literally just go and you put, I got you, boo, into the search function mm-hmm. and it'll post a lot of amazing, colorful Yes. And if it's the first time you're using them, you might have to type in, I got you, boo, pod, all is one word. Don't separate them. And then they'll pop up as your Ooh, recess. That's a tip. Yes. She knows because she couldn't find hers. Sure couldn't. Well, I could, but only six of them. I was so delayed. I was like, God damn it. I want them all. <laughs> then they came around. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. So yes, if you love gifts like we do, I can't believe we have gifts. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Yes. Um, and get excited when you look at those gifts because some of them are like our inspiration for merch coming soon. So just saying. Yes. Um, and also we have a website. So if you go to www.igotyoubupod.com, we're cute as fuck. <laughs> and we have our cute <laughs> photos together from our boo branding, bestie boo branding photo shoot with Nina. And it's amazing. Yes. Kara put together this awesome website for us. And that's where one day you will shop very soon. Promise. Mm-hmm. We're working on it. V soon. And that's it. Yes. That's, that's that's our update. And uh, we told you we were going to have exciting stuff for season two. And we're just excited that we were able to make that happen yeah. for all of you. Gifts were not on the list. And we're excited that they're yes. now in existence. That was, that was a nice little boo crew corner. Like, mm, let's yeah. update you on things. As of now, though, you can go on the website. If you're not familiar with social media um, and you're just like a podcaster listen, or podcastee, whatever li- listener podcast um, I don't know just let me let me live you can access <laughs> all of our streams from there you can also contact us in our email and um you can find us on Instagram but eventually like AMQ said you're also going to shop mm-hmm. so it's going to be great connect with us people we want to talk to you and if you want any kind of specific merch um speak meow 
<laughs> or forever hold your peace until next season. Yeah. Or you're just going to let us go crazy picking, <laughs> which is also going to be fun, but we want to be, able I mean, to serve yeah, you. but it would be nice if like, you know, that you want something specifically. I have two things that I know for sure will be in the shop, but other than that, it's like, I'm a free for all, whatever you guys want. What are they? What are your two? Cause I have, I can't. Okay. It'll ruin it. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Sounds good. Well, do you want to say yours? No, not now. Now I want to also keep it a secret. Fine. I'm going to say mine because I think I'm funny, but you guys will, maybe you guys can just kibosh it and tell me that I sound. Kibosh it? No, it's kibosh. Kibosh. It's kibosh. It's absolutely not. It's kibosh. It is most certainly kibosh. That sounds like squash. Like a, like a, we were doing so well. We were doing so well with the gifts. (laughs) And agreeing. (laughs) I want a boo crew crew. Okay, it's same crew neck sweater. Same Z's. That's a good one. That's a good one. It's going to say boo crew. It's yep. going to be a crew neck. Yes. That's it. <laughs> that's, not, that's 100% the only thing I want. We will have other things, but like I specifically want something that says boo crew and it's a crew neck sweater. Okay. That's fucking hilarious. I think it's funny. It is. It's always funny. See how she's getting? She's immediately getting defensive in case you don't think it's funny. She's justifying the humor. It is funny. You're right. I really want a pop socket and I really yeah, want a hundred percent. Um, I love our lightning bolt our leopard print lightning bolt. I'm a big fan. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. going to be on a lot of things. Okay. We've said too much. And notebooks. Yeah. I see. We're already saying too much. We're saying too much <laughs> stickers. Okay. We're saying we're over committing, over committing, over committing. <laughs> now we have to over deliver. Oh boy. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Look what we've gone and done now. Hi, accountability. We got it. Everything's fine. Remember that thing I was saying about doing fucking 8,000 things at once? Yeah. (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. (laughs) Thanks for being here, Boo Crew. Love our vibe? Rate, review, share, and subscribe. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I Got You Boo Pod.